to Smashing Game Time. We are three brothers that go through gaming's back catalog of yesteryear. I am your host, Nick. Below me is my brother, Josh. Hi, Dukin. There it is. There Hi, it Josh. Is. And then to my left is my brother, Jake. Jake. Uh, Josh, did you notice that Nick said below me? <laughs> he did say blow me. <laughs> Great intro, boys. Great intro. Hey, we're here to do 2020 Q4. But before we get into that, we are a Trident Network podcast. Go check out our siblings. They're awesome. You can find us and listen to us and watch us wherever you get your podcasts. Spotify, YouTube, Apple, Google. Go check us out over there. Fuck the algorithm. Tell a friend. Word of mouth is king here. Uh, and I think that's all. That's all I've got, everybody. What's a... Uh, What's everybody been up to, gaming and otherwise? Uh, uh, gaming. Oh, yeah. Okay, Jake. Uh, uh, the one game wonder for the second week in the row with Teamfight Tactics over here. What's what's the hubbub? Uh, so they just got done with a, a major tournament over the weekend, uh, the Freylord Cup. It's a four-day event where the top 100... 75 i think on the leaderboards uh they don't get invited you could sign up for it say like you're 176 and not everyone signs up for it well you can get selected either way um i think the top 10 get a buy today three so you don't have to play all four days but these are like the way tft works is they have like a point system that guarantees them uh, a spot in worlds the higher you are the more points you get whatever um but yeah they had that over the weekend it was fun fun watching that uh recently <laughs> they had a patch recently and it made one build very op and broken to where everyone was abusing it to the point where today what you you did you abuse it too jake no i knew it was gonna be broken because it's one of those things was like it was so contested that like if everyone played it at the same time, only one person was probably guaranteed to win it all. And I called this for, right from the beginning because I played this build before it got buffed. And then today, like probably two hours ago, it got a B patch. They tend to do this where they overtone or overtune uh, a build or whatever until the point where people are like, yeah, this is broken. This is uh, not fun. Let's, uh, let's kick it back down a notch. And that's what they did. And they've done this several times. So you've had another week in the master ranking. Congrats again. What uh, have, is there anything you're starting to notice? Are you still are you getting your ass beat? Are you at the bottom? Oh, I'm getting my ass. Like I would win one, and then I would lose three, and I'm like getting nowhere. Good. Uh, it's it's been tough because like you're either very lucky, or you'll have like a great build thinking that you're going to like place top four but you end up getting seventh and it's so frustrating sometimes because you're not going to win every game but you have to like outsmart the game and your opponents to if you're not going to win well plays high but yeah and what's what shit is that like my mmr my multiplayer matchmaking rating is so poor that if i get usually if you get like first place you get like Eh, 40, 40 uh, league points. I'm getting like 17. But there have to be other people in your like in your MMR ranking in master, right? So there are, and there are. Um, 
I mean, I've gotten down to the point where I'm fighting or playing like high plat players, and that's like two medals down. But the the issue is that even with my MMR being shit, my queues are longer. Usually it takes about a minute. I'm waiting sometimes five minutes. The game's like, oh god, we gotta fucking find another match for this motherfucker. And I've gotten to the point exactly. I've gotten to the point where I'm playing the same people every game. You get better. You get better that way, though. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm learning. I'm trying new things out, especially since the patch came out recently. Uh, Everyone's trying to experiment on what's good and what's not. Oh, and they recently um, made it to where you cannot look at stats. So you can't see what the best, uh, I guess the best average if you pick this augment or you pick this build. You can't this, uh, you can't do that anymore. Is that them trying to change the meta up? Kinda, because a lot of people what they do is that they would just look at stats and just go based off that. Now people have to actually use their brain and see what works. I, I can see that backfiring because if there's a if there's popular TFT streamers, people just watch what they're doing and yeah, be like, oh, this it. is this is what Short Cake Fifty Nine is doing, so I'm gonna do that because he's mastered. Oh, doing I mean well. that then that's how that's how um, like trends and like people find out what's broken anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's always been a thing. But since set three and now we're in set nine, they had like stats to where you could see the average placement of what this put makes or what this makes. And I'm, I'm sure there are weirdos keeping track of that somewhere. I remember in my Iron Harvest days, not to bring it up two weeks in a row, but there was someone who was tracking like the the stats for like each model, each unit through yeah. each change. But then uh, there are also people who like those tournaments that I would do, uh, that I would cast for, people were tracking like win records, like what unit was or what faction was winning on what map and all that stuff. So, I mean, there, there's probably weirdos out there tracking that stuff. Oh, there extent. always will be in in any game just because like that's how uh some people are really into the game and they want to you know find to the the code what it well you know what's what's good and what's not but i mean for pro players like the guy that won the tournament over the weekend he was saying that like he actually sat down and like watched vod studied uh build studied how people play and that's how he ended up winning i can't i can't um I can't be a one game guy anymore. I did that for a little bit. It became my per I did that for a little bit with Fortnite and then I did it a little bit with Iron Harvest and I I, I can't. I need to ha- I need uh, to have multiple games I'm going home to and hooking up with. I was going to hop on Rust earlier today, but cuz uh a white it's white day and uh it was I was going to go on a walk and in like 45 minutes because like, okay i'm gonna play rest for 45 minutes well the queue had 56 players in the queue and i was like yeah i'm not waiting that long i'm gonna play another game COT. <laughs> jake we'll get you we'll get you back on some other games you're just you're, you're master right now so you're you're soaking it in i want to be grandmaster i want to be challenger mm-hmm. i never made it those let it go grandmaster didn't work mm-hmm. out for that girl in chess i have the over i think about 700 games Anything else, Jake? Nope. Josh, what you got going on here? I'm seeing some, I'm seeing some continuation, but I'm also seeing a new combatant on your list of games here. Yeah. So we, uh, so I've got my Star Rail, of course. Uh, 1.2 just came out yesterday. Um, I have not spent any money, knock on wood, yet. Uh, Final Fantasy 16. Uh, I tried to pick it back up, and then I forgot I had to do Remnant 2. 
and Remnant 2 is my other game, which I'm actually enjoying. But at the same time, I've already fell into the uh, Dark Souls uh, trap of I went the wrong direction and ran into an area that's even harder than I'm supposed to be in. But you're too you're too arrogant to like you're, you're too no, no, hard headed to turn around. I, I played it for an hour trying to beat it and finally gave up and said, OK, I'm going to start a new character. I started the new character. I skipped the tutorial. It took me to the first area. And I found out that way that, oh, I went the wrong way. <laughs> and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I played a little bit of that. I got that first boss is hard. And I was just, I was just playing yeah. a normal difficulty. Like, so, of course, solo. So I imagine it was e it's easier with a group of people. But that first boss I is not. And I have it set up to play with people. And I haven't really ran into anybody. Hmm. Well, it's because it's it's not technically out yet. Technically, yeah, no, it's not out yet. But and I, I was hoping we could play it, but I'm like, shit. Is it out today? No, twenty fifth of July. Yeah. So I think reviews started going up today. But the reason you're yeah. not finding anybody is because everybody else has played solo. They were trying to do the reviews. Yeah. All the all the journalists. And yeah. I've re I've read some of the reviews. It's it sounds pretty mixed. I mean, there are parts of it that I'm like, oh, this is kind of dumb. Like. The, the acting, I think, is just, eh. Like, I mean, it's I, a, I think Forspoken was, had better writing, personally, but... <laughs> have you played any of that Forspoken, I have not way? played it yet. It's still sitting here. You're going to get late fees at the library, Josh. So, uh, I get four renewals, and they do it automatically for me. So I how, many, the first one. how many bosses have you fought in Remnant 2, or is it just the first I've, one? I've fought two so far. Okay, so what, what do you like, and what are you disliking? It is very much a hard game solo. Like, so don't get granted. I am playing on the highest difficulty to let me play on, and I'm also playing hardcore. So the moment I die, I lose everything. It's not that it's hard. It's just solo-wise, where I'm, what I'm currently doing, it's definitely a harder game. Now, granted, I could go down, but we all, I don't know about you guys, when I play a game, I want to play it on the hardest difficulty that I possibly get. The older I get, the less I want to do that. The hardcore mode is the one where if you die, your character's completely gone, right? Yes. So I, for my first guy I started with was a medic, and that's when I ran into the wrong way, and I'm like, fuck. I, think, I can talk about this, because I think by the time this episode comes out, it's already released. Oh, so it's I'm a, not too worried about it. The reviews <laughs> are, well, technically, I can talk about it now. So. Yeah, the reviews are already up. You're fine. Yeah. The, um, uh, the cool... I, I like that idea because I was sitting there creating my character and I saw the option to turn that difficulty on. And I was like, you know what? I put a lot of time into making this guy. No, no. no if I, if I had done it with my new character, I would have been like, this is fucking stupid. So <laughs> I didn't, but then my new character, I, I picked a gunslinger, which I'm actually enjoying because I'm damaging the shit out of people. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm afraid. So I'm like being very, I'm a, a lot more cautious, but where I'm at now is so much more easier than with the area I ran into. The area I ran into, I would get like four or five people. I would kill like, the, well, I don't know what they're even called. I'd kill these monsters. And all of a sudden there'll be like 10 flying ones coming at me and they'd shoot these, basically these arrows that catch like the area it hits or lands on on fire, including yourself. Mm -hmm. So I would die in like two hits. So they would hit me, I would catch on fire and I would burn to death. I died like 20 times 30 times before I'm finally like, fuck this. I'm starting a new character because I want more DPS. I, I remember I did skip and I was so pissed. It took me right to the next area. I remember the first one being hard early on too. Like I'm sure it gets easier. Like I'm sure if I kept playing it and leveling up my equipment and getting more uh skill points, it'd be easier. But right now with where I'm at, it's ten times easier than I mean literally this this area was just 
ah, God, I'm not, I'm not looking forward to going back to it. That's how much it pissed me off. I, well, and you'll be a higher level, so you should be fine. Oh, I yeah, figured, no, I should be fine. I figured you'd really like this because it was giving me, the little bit I played of it, it was giving me Destiny vibes. Um, I, 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 so far, I like it. I don't, if people are going to bitch about it, I would say it's definitely the voice act. I mean, the, the writing is not the greatest right now. Like, very cringy almost. Like, more cringy to me, like I said, for this than Forspoken. Forspoken was more like, okay, this is like a, a kid is getting powers and like they're losing their mind. That's something I'd be fucking doing. But holy, even as a grown adult, I'd be like, I fucking did that with my mind. Like, what the fuck? I actually, we did it together. No, it, it it's reading like a B game, and I'm yeah. I'm here for B games. If you remember, what was it, Evil West that I played last year? It was giving me those vibes. For I'm pretty for I'm pretty sure Forspoken. Is got B game written all over it from what I've seen. I mean, hell, even Metro twenty thirty three, Last Light, technically, those were all considered B games. Yeah, and yeah, those right. were, and I, I, you know how much I fucking praise Metro. That's a fantastic series. Josh wants to move to Russia just because of how much he loves those Metro games. No, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. He said, "I want to live in Subway." He started speaking like a Russian. It was kind of scary. I'd rather fucking fight zombies in Raccoon City, in to Russia. be honest. <laughs> <laughs> in Soviet Russia, you are a zombie. You are a zombie. Josh, do you have anything else you want to talk about or anything else on Remnant 2? Give it a chance. I mean, kind of watch and see if you would actually play it. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, oh, boy, it is the fucking greatest game ever. It's it's okay. Like I, I would say maybe if it was like 30 bucks, 40 bucks, maybe, but not full price. I'm going to edit that clip and make it sound like you say, it's the greatest game ever. <laughs> it's the greatest game Ow. ever. <laughs> I would pay 30 or 40 bucks more for it. <laughs> All right, Josh, we'll keep, keep up with collection. it and let us know. Uh, on my end, uh, outside of the games, Jake came and watched some comedy on Friday that I did, some improv comedy. I had a show on Friday night and a show on Saturday night. The one on Friday night went a lot better. Saturday night, we only had like 10 people in the audience, and it was a much bigger room than the one that you were in, Jake. Mm-hmm. And it was so it was the 10 o'clock show, and it just it was devastating to see because the show right before us, full room, full fucking room. We walked in, we're like, oh God, they're going to hold on to a bunch of these people, and it's going to be a big show. I look out right before we go out, 10 fucking people, and I was like, mm-hmm. no! Uh, did you get any of those moments where like you had one person clapping and everybody else was just quiet hey you know even though it was a small crowd it was still fine like we weren't we didn't go on and bomb it's just when you're in a bigger room like that and it's a smaller crowd it takes more time for the laughter and the claps to travel whereas if if we were in the smaller smaller room like when jake was in there since there's more people in that smaller space like two people could be laughing and it's going to be like immediately be bouncing off the walls uh, Jake, what did you think of your comedy? Just the experience as a whole. I know you don't go to many comedy shows. Oh, no, we've been to a few. Um, so I didn't care how small the room was. Mm. The room was eh. Uh, some of those people were weird. It's improv, uh, of course. Wait, oh, is, this the, is this the, the uh, pedophile group? Oh, no, no. I'm going to have to clip that out, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to clip that no, out. Uh, I'm not in a group with that person anymore. No. Oh, it's person. I thought it was multiple. Whoops. No, no, it's just one. The the pedophilia. The de- the dominoes falling. Like, wait a minute. You too? 
You too? You t- <laughs> like just finding out after one that multiple in the group are it, like that? It's like playing Secret Hitler, but everybody's playing Hitler. <laughs> everybody's Hitler. <laughs> so I didn't care for the first group. I thought they were lame. Um, and then I didn't the some of the things that the people the last group did some of it was funny but i didn't care for the whole like oh we're gonna do it in the dark we're gonna be the first people to do this like who cares <laughs> well it's just weird because improv is it's a lot of physical it's a lot of like facial stuff so doing yeah. it in the dark you're taking away half the magic i noticed you skipped over that uh that middle group jake what uh what, what about those goofballs i hated them Okay. Uh, no, they 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 were probably the best group there. Um, I, I like the Pokemon uh, theme because, well, I can I know Pokemon. Uh, but yeah, it was okay. You weren't the guy who yelled Pokemon, were you? No, 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 no. Okay, because I got the suggestion, and I heard before I heard Pokemon, I heard sausage, and we get a lot of people yelling fucking food. And I try to avoid it just because it all ends up being the same. The show Saturday was the suggestion was something to do with fucking food. And I feel like that really hurt us a little bit because then every scene was set in a restaurant and it just, it bleh, bleh, bleh. but you know what? You forget the good ones and the bad ones because nobody's going to remember all that shit, but thank you for coming out, Jake. That was a lot of fun. Hope you get to come to more of those. Wait, so you're telling me I missed out on the suggestion uh, shenanigans? That's that's like what improv is. Yeah. Well, when I went to Nick's last, well, the last improv that I intended was all skits. Time out. That was yeah. That was sketch comedy. And you told my work friends after the show that you were going to plow your wife. You're never gonna let this down. It was one time, dude. I was horrified. <laughs> they were not ready for that. I was not ready for that. I... You're you you're the what? one. You're the one person who goes to a sketch show and you're like, okay, I have to be funny after this. <laughs> <laughs> And it, well, technically, you la- you're laughing now, so you clearly thought it was funny. <laughs> it's one of those moments, like, it, you know, like how you're like, oh, top 10 moments of my life. I'm going to remember that forever. That's not a positive thing when I talk about that moment. <laughs> yeah, but you laugh every time. Because I remember. Story. Yeah, because it's harmless now. But, you know, we can. We, I didn't say I was going to go home and beat my wife. We Come can joke on. about tragedies the further away we get from them. So the further away we get from that conversation, it's like, oh, hey, remember when Josh That's flew like, the plane? into the towers it's gonna be like the fucking the story you tell your kids when they're older like what's the cringiest thing our uncles did uh, your uncle josh told a bunch of my friends the first day he met him he's gonna fuck his wife <laughs> and, you know what if like one of them was like good for you good for you good for you buddy well and then that's why i look at little little benjamin and i said yeah that's how we made you that's how we made you on the uh, to get away from this monstrosity of Josh's comedy on the game side, a little lighter week for me. I've got two reviews that'll be going up by the time you hear this oxen free Two lost signals. This is the sequel to oxen free from 2016 from night game studios night game. They were bought by Netflix sometime between 2016 and now. So they are, yeah, they are officially a night a Netflix studio and you can actually if you have a Netflix account you can play this for free I'm air quoting uh yeah I wonder I wonder how that's gonna work because Netflix is getting rid of their cheap subscription yep. non-ad mm-hmm. subscription so if you're on the ad subscription and you're playing Oxen Free 2 are you getting like a shitty like mobile game ad every like 10 minutes or something well I mean 
with them giving not only that up, but the fact that they, <laughs> they are starting to crack down on passwords. It's only a matter of time before Netflix goes under. Yeah. No, they're actually. I wish that was true, yeah. Josh. They just Did announced. Did you see that, that other added, one? They added okay. a lot of a lot of users. Yeah. I but but I, I digress because they never report their viewing numbers, but now they're sure as shit not going to because you know how many you might have added a bunch of subscribers, but you know how many fucking viewers you lost in that process? Yeah. So if we thought we were going to get numbers, unless there's some kind of legal action or like the strike ends up getting them to admit, all right, here's our here's our numbers. But especially with them going towards an ad an ad side of things. Uh I could talk about this stuff all day. Let me get back to Oxen Free. I'm sorry. So Oxen Free 2 plays a lot like the first one. I don't remember a lot about the first one. I just remember it was teenagers and they were on an island and they set out some ghosts and there's some weird, creepy shit going on. Uh, this is more of the same, except you're in your 30s and you're kind of like having a midlife crisis. And I was like, oh, this is this is me. This is perfect for me. This is great. It's relevant. This is relevant. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm saving a lot of this for the review, but there's a there's an emphasis on long distance communication in this one. So there's a walkie-talkie that you use to talk to some characters that you never meet. The uh, the main character is Riley. She's this 30 year old kind of burnout, and she. I don't know, oh man, I'm, I almost said a spoiler. I'm gonna avoid that, but it's really about long distance communication and the the connect. There's some emphasis on like connections you make outside of your circle and how they affect your circle, your inner circle of people. So that's like we were talking before the show. It's like if Josh goes on one of his QAnon websites and then brings that shit back to the podcast (laughs) and how how those outer circles can poison your inner circles. And I thought I think it does that really well. I think there are some character things that I I think there are some character things that it doesn't do well. I personally don't think they fully explore the main two characters enough. I don't think I have enough of them, but everyone else is explored pretty well. And there's a really great set piece uh, towards the end of the game. Again, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but it was a lot of fun. And it like really got me excited. I played it at like one in the morning and I felt like I just drank a Red Bull. So that's Oxen Free 2 Lost Signals. The review will be up by the time you're hearing this over on Game Chronicles. Go check that out. The other game I'm playing, do you guys have you guys ever heard of Dream Daddy? Yep. Yeah. The the uh dating buff dad games from 2017 or 18, I believe. From Game Grumps. Which I didn't know who the Game Grumps were. I didn't know they were a big YouTube thing. No idea. No idea. I don't know. To be fair, they don't know who we are, though. So, I mean, kind of even, That's right? That's a fair point. Fair point. So, Homebody is their latest game. And this is a... It looks like a late 90s, early 2000s horror game. You're locked in a house with friends. And uh, you're there to watch a meteor shower with them. It's kind of got, like... If you pull up a, a screen of this game, it's got, like, that low poly, like... But everything kind of looks like dots look to it. Very creepy, very surreal, a trippy game. There's a lot. There's an emphasis on puzzles and working to get out of the house. Again, I'm not going to spoil it because I think this is one of those games where it's better if you experience yourself. It's not as it's not as scary as I thought it was going to be, but it is stressful. It's a very stressful game. The puzzles are great. The puzzles are challenging. You feel smart when you solve the puzzles or when you piece things together. The game's also really good. Like if you find a clue 
it's saved in like a notebook that carries with you throughout the entire game. So if like you're working on a puzzle and you're like, oh fuck, what was this thing? You can pull it up. And the other thing is there's whole ass books in this game. So you can walk around and look at things. They have the whole ass, a whole ass copy of Dracula in the game. It's 12, it's like 1600 pages in game and you can you scroll through the whole book. <laughs> And some of those books have, like, clues in them for, like, puzzles around the house. It's fucking cool, dude. And the character, uh, the central character uh, has, um, it's, and this is from the game's description, so I'm not going, I'm not really spoiling anything. She's got some issues with OCD. Uh, The game explores some mental conditions. Uh, Again, I'm only, I think I've been playing for about five hours. And I'm still I'm still finding new stuff, and it's still tripping me up. Actually, was it five hours, or am I getting my oxen free time mixed up in there? Uh, about, about four hours, about four hours. So I've still got a little ways to go, but I'm really enjoying Homebody. Really enjoyed oxen free, even though I have some issues with it. Uh, yeah, and that's all I've been playing. Thank you, games. Thank you, Jake, for supporting my comedy. Thank you guys for sharing your games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, Hadouken, Hadouken. Hey, 2020 Q4 is not going to finish itself. You guys want to finish this? Q4. God, why does it sound like a bad porno? Yeah, it was, it was a stuff film. That sounds like a yes to me. All right, hey, 2020 Q4. All right, first up, October 1st, Super Mario 35. This is for the Nintendo Switch. This was like the Mario Battle Royale, right? Yes. All right, so yeah, you're basically playing a 2D Mario. You've got 35 other people around you, 35 other sick fucks around you playing Super Mario as well. And you're all, are you all playing the same level or different levels? It's kind of more like a speed run. Okay, and you're like, the stuff you're doing on your, on your map is affecting the other people's map that you're playing. So have you guys played, uh, I forget what it was called, but it was like Tetris Locket. Yeah, Tetris yeah. 99, right? Yes. So it's similar to that where depending on what you have, like uh, your like nemesis or your uh, your matched person, mm-hmm. and you're basically trying to knock them out. And after you knock them out, it matches you up with the person like who's like next on the list, like, or who's close to your like level. So question about this. This, is, this. They took this down, right? You can no longer play this anymore. I think that is correct. Yeah, April 1st, 2021. It lasted six months. Jeez, damn. I knew it was going to be a short thing. Uh, I think Tetris 99 is still around, though, right? Or is that also it is. gone? No, I think it's still around because I... Oh, maybe not. I'll have to look. Because I think those were both Switch exclusive. and I've, Unless Tetris 99 went on to do something else. I know Tetris had a pretty big year around this time because Tetris Effect was another big thing that came around no, this time. No, it's, it's still a thing, apparently. On they the, have the actually the in two weeks. And it's free, yeah. right? It's free. Uh, Tetris 99, 34th, 34th Maximus Cup gameplay trailer two weeks ago from Nintendo of America. All right. I might need, well, to, ch- I might need to check out some Tetris 99. This is if cool. you haven't, it's, fun, it's fantastic. So this is cool. I think this is a fun way to re- like play around with Mario. Sad that it didn't stick around. But I, it's kind of like uh, Bowser's Fury where it was a short little like short-lived thing. But it was an experiment for them to like play around with and like it's probably going to work its way into something new down the road. I can't watch this anymore because all those screens are flashing. So we're going to go to the next thing. <laughs> There's not really much to talk about. It's Super Mario Brothers. Take your medicine, Nick. It's not around anymore. Versus. No, it's dead. So yeah, uh, moving on. 
November 10th, Gears Tactics. I am super happy that Gears left the, like, found a way to get away from third person for a little bit. This was, this is the Gears that they did, like, an XCOM. Takes place uh, before E-Day or during E-Day? It's one year after E-Day. I've only, I've only played, like, the first two hours of this. This is one of those games where I bought it and I was like, I'm going to play the shit out of this. And then I've played two hours of it. Uh, and to those wondering why we picked this one instead of the Windows version, which came out uh, back in April, uh, it's because no one really played the Windows version. I think it was like it blew up on Xbox uh, One and the Series S and X. I think for PC, it, like, it died down pretty quick. Because then it, it, it immediately went to Game Pass. Yeah. Right. When it came out, it was for the Xbox. It was immediately sent to Game Pass. Well, you know what? When it came out for Windows, I was super surprised it wasn't a simultaneous launch. Because that's, I mean, it's Gears, well, at, it's Xbox. At the time, they were waiting for, to uh, to release the Series S and X. Do we know if it was a separate team working on the two versions of it? Uh, or was it, no, all, was it all the Coalition? Well, no, it may have been Splash Damage. Because it's they, the developers is Splash Damage and the Coalition. So, if I remember correctly, the key to winning in Gears Tactics is fucking... Uh, overwatch just fucking spamming overwatch as much as you can uh it's cool the first time you get to use a chainsaw in in this setting uh, I, I went through a x an xcom phase i think i'm kind of going through a tactics phase no i'm not gonna play final fantasy tactics don't fucking look at me with those eyes i think i'm gonna come back to this i think i'm gonna go back to chimera squad to finish that Nick, you couldn't even get past XCOM. Don't even sit here and act like you're going don't, back to these games. Don't act like I'm special and can't get, and I'm the only person who can't beat XCOM. Nick, we could have beaten it, but you're making dumb mistakes. You know what? Maybe I should. Maybe I should have just been the guy talking. You're the one playing the whole time. We actually would have kept Mr. Clean. He would be alive to this day. Mr. Clean and all the who are the siblings? I forget their names. They're the, they're the cleans. Were they Wasn't all the it? cleans? I feel like we had Mr. Clean was like his own guy. And then like we had a family every time, every time a member like the first guy dies. Like, oh, hell, this is so-and-so's brother. He's here to we avenge a car, his brother. A Carmine situation going we, on. And then he would die. Oh, well, these are his two cousins. They're here to avenge their two dead cousins. It's, and and the reoccurring thing other than the fact that they were related is Nick's the one who got them all killed. And the crazy, the crazy thing is they would. Each one would be better than the last. So I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, we're going to be great. And meanwhile, my dumbass doesn't realize, oh, hey, I'm kind of put, we're running out of deficit here because we're losing all these really good guys. So while we're and getting, the missions are getting harder, right? Missions are getting harder. So while we're getting better characters, and that's really cool that they're there to revenge their, to avenge their family, um, we're going to get fudged here in a few missions if we're not careful which we did, and we ended up losing pretty quick. Josh, we might have to return to XCOM for a series. I don't know if I'm ready for that. I don't know if I can take another uh, Suicide Squad, literally. Answer the call, Josh. Jake, do you have anything to add about Gears Tactics or Tactics in general? Uh, I like the idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jake just wants his Final Fantasy Tactics 3, all right? there's that game I'm still thinking about reviewing Josh it's, it's uh, if, if I finish these other two I'm uh, if I finish these other two reviews I might grab it I forget what it's called but tech I I you know what I think it was uh what's that other what's that game from Godi so that I really uh the last spell the last spell really broke me and it was like I I need more tactics in my life and into the breach is probably in my all-time top 10 so 
I think I'm slowly becoming a tactics hoe. Uh, November 12th, I believe this is the PS5 release, if I'm not mistaken. This is Bug Snacks. I was very, very high on Bug Snacks when it came out. This oh, he is, would not shut up about it. Dude, Bug Snacks was great. I So for those who don't know, this is a first-person adventure. The characters are very cartoony. You're going, you're on an island and you are catching little bugs that look like snacks. So uh, the most well-known one was probably Bunger, which was a careful, careful, <laughs> careful with those words. <laughs> Bunger was like a cheeseburger-looking bug. Uh, let me see if I can fast forward and find a bunger. The cutest thing. And, he, and they're like Pokemon and they say, bunger, 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 bunger. And, oh, did he catch one? No, that was a strawberry. So that was a little strawberry bug. Oh, man. And there are a lot of bugs. There are some big ones. And they actually did, um, they did DLC. Oh, here's bunger. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm actually going to turn this up. Kindly leave and take a ketchup for the road. Ah! Whoa! He's very quiet there, but you could hear the bunger, 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 bunger. And he would like ram into people. He's cute. They have a plushie of him. I kind of want to get it, but I'm not going to fall down that rabbit hole of getting game plushies because you get one, you end up getting 20. Right, Josh? That always happens. So they did a DLC where you were capturing giant bug snacks. This is a short little game. They uh, There's a cute little message in this. It's a game for kids, but they kind of have a message about body acceptance. Uh, are, are, is three years enough for a spoiler, or should I hold off on this? Oh, the shit out of it. Can I make this one of our book club games in the future? Yes. Okay, then I, then I won't spoil it. I want you guys I, to experience. I've already. I'm looking at the story. Come on, already, it's spoiled for myself. No, it's a fun game. You're gonna love it. It's like Pokemon Snap, but fun. But fun. Seriously, but fun. Pokemon Snap isn't fun. No, it's not. I hate Pokemon Snap. Did I tell you guys? Uh, uh, thank you, Bug Snacks, for your for your time. Thank you. Did I tell you guys that someone on TikTok said? I, so I posted the video where we were talking about. Uh, Starfield and how like the only way I would play it is if it booted up and it was Skyrim. And there were yeah. two dipshits in the comments that were like, Oh, they're just trying to start controversy. And it's like, it's a fucking joke. It's a joke. You're so Although, fucking ironically, did you see there are people who are talking about how the PC people who get it for the PC are going to be very disappointed. Mm, I think, I think everyone's going to be disappointed. I mean, come on, guys. Like, <laughs> at this point, I can't trust any of my old AAA title companies to even, like, remotely understand what I'm going through because they don't listen. Some guy some guy custom painted his Xbox Series X to look like that uh, Starfield controller. Fucking sweet, dude. You okay, that look, sounds cool. You should look it up. But in oh the meantime, God. while you do that, next up on the list, also November 12th, Spider-Man Miles Morales. This is, I wouldn't call it an expansion. This is a continuation of the Spider-Man from 2018 for PS4. This follows Miles Morales during Christmas time in New York, which already won my heart that way. Peter Parker is on vacation. Uh, He's not on vacation. Where, where's he at? He goes, he follows MJ to um, Europe, I believe. He's on vacation. He's not working. He's on oh, vacation. Oh, him and MJ are doing a lot more than, you know, reporting. Can I take your picture oh. for the bugle? <laughs> They're working overtime. <laughs> oh, God. Another another callback. Great job, Jake. This 
I like this because this is a much smaller version of the 2018 game. Very quick, very to the point. I booted, actually booted this up last night just to like gaze at it because it's a very pretty looking game. It's now on PC, by the way. Uh, a lot of bad guys in this one, too. I couldn't believe that. A lot of I, bad so, guys, like mainline bad guys. I wasn't, I wasn't aware of like who Miles Morales' Miles main bad guys were. But for like the other Spider-Man's like rogue gallery of characters just pop up, it was really cool. So I, I think what set this one apart from Spider-Man uh, was definitely, is it, what is it, uh, Marvel? Do you know how like God of War and God of War 2018, there's that separate year? What, I can't remember, is this just Sony's Spider-Man? Like what's I think the... they call it Marvel Spider-Man. Okay, so the difference between Marvel Spider-Man and Spider-Man Miles Morales that actually stuck out to me, other than the character development, is the music. Yeah, the music's really good. I because I booted it up and like you, you started on the subway like this in the menus and it's like got, it goes from like a hip hop track right into like a superhero orchestral theme. And yes. I was like, oh yeah. And I love yeah. that superhero orchestra. Like it's literally on my Spotify playlist. It's so good. What I don't like is, and I'm sure this is in the 2018 game. I haven't played as much of that as I have of this. How much like people are calling you on your phone and texting you like i get it he's a high school kid it's what high school kids do but i just wanted to everyone i wanted everyone to fuck off so i could just so fucking swing it, around the city it happened so text happened more in this phone calls happened more uh in uh marvel spider-man the first one mm. so I, like i said i think i think this did a really good job of building up uh miles as a character especially with two coming out here real soon like I'm, I'm pumped to see how the dynamic of them two being on the screen at the same. Like so, uh, we did get that in the beginning here of Miles Morales, where they're both there, but we're gonna get a full game of both of them at the same time. And so I'm are they very cool to see? I don't know if it's been confirmed, but are they doing like a GTA Five where you can switch between the two at any point? Uh, and like I don't you think, could switch don't think from be... you could switch like you're playing as Miles, you can switch to Peter Porking, <laughs> Peter Porking Mary Jane. <laughs> I don't think I don't think you'll be able to switch it like GTA five, but I'm sure there'll be points where like you have to switch between the two. OK, I because I saw that it, like a lot of people thought it was going to be co-op and it's not, which duh, how would you how would you make that work? I mean, duh. don't get me wrong. I think that'd be cool. I, w I would absolutely love that. But at the same time, like I the fact that we're even getting a sequel is like, OK, I'm going to take it. And then we have the same team doing uh, Wolverine. We have the same team doing a Captain America and uh, um, Black Panther, and then they have a Black Panther that got announced. That's yeah, that's with EA. Yeah, mm -hmm. That's a new. I think that's a new studio, newer studio doing that. I I heard that uh, Wolverine the way the way they the way they said this was very poor, but they're like, hey, the Wolverine game's gonna be a hard R. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, that's guys, what I want. Choose better. I, words. I'm excited. Like, I think we've gone to the point where video games have gotten so much better when it comes to superheroes. Like think about like, if you go back 15 years ago, other than the Spider-Man on the PlayStation. So Spider-Man and Spider-Man two, uh, was Inter Electro. You should, that's what I'm saying. Those no, that's what I'm saying. Those, those are great. And then of course, Spider-Man two. I think, I think that, it comes and goes in waves. Cause I think Spider-Man game, like there are a few, there are more good Spider-Man games than there are bad. Yes. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I mean, I think, yeah, I think Spider-Man 2, that first movie game, that first big movie game, Spider-Man 2, is what set us on this path. Yes. And this is great. And this is, 
I hate that this is Insomniac because I think Insomniac would be better suited doing their own thing. I know people really didn't you either loved or you hated Resistance. I thought Resistance was great and a change. I thought up. it was great. I just I wish it would have uh, been a bigger. A, a, I wish there would have been a bigger clamoring for it. Just like I wish there was a bigger clamoring for um, your game. Nick, help me out here. Those mechs. Oh, uh, Iron Harvest. No, not that one. The other one. There's another mech game that I play. With Titan, the Titanfall. Titanfall. There. Titanfall no. two. Yeah. Sorry. Those are mechs. Yeah, they're they're max. I don't know. I, my my issue with Insomniac being on this is that Insomniac was I want to say they were owned by Sony for the longest time, but they were the ones like pushing away from the third person that everyone, all the other Sony studios, kind of like, all right, we're doing th- we're doing two. third person story based narratives, and it seems like Insomniac was like the furthest from it with resist. Like, yes, they had Rex and Clank. Fuck me, they had Rex and Clank, but Resistance was first person shooter it was trying new things and then they went off and did like some some stuff with like GameStop and then they did they did a third person game with Microsoft and then Sony was like get get the fuck over <laughs> Insomniac going and doing something with Microsoft is like a parent going outside and seeing their kid talking to their neighbor their weird neighbor and being like get, get back in the house get back in the fucking house what the fuck are you doing get over here which is a, a shame because it felt like out of all those sony studios they were the ones willing to try different things i mean let's not forget though sony had to tuck its tail between its legs and accept the overlords known as microsoft and i mean they're they didn't get nothing out of it they're getting all these call they're still getting call of duty for 10 years well yeah but they had to pay the price for that and even then think about this like everybody's wondering what happened to all the other Activision games. Like they had crash bandicoot. They had Tony Hawk's pro skater. Like, are those going to go to Xbox now? Like what's going to go? They were more concerned of call of duty, which they're right to, but you have all these other things that Sony is known for that can easily be gone. I think, I think it'll follow a Minecraft type situation where they can't not put Minecraft on this other stuff. Cause they're like, look at this install base on. This, no, they're going to want the money from it. Yeah. Right. So I mean, it's, they're gonna they're gonna chase the install base. So if there are more people who are willing to buy Tony Hawk, three three plus four on a PS5, that's what they're gonna do. We could have a whole segment about that, by the way. But uh, so this is a fun Spider-Man game. Again, I'm disappointed in Insomniac, but it doesn't take away from how good these games are. I mean, I still yeah, they're still really good. Yeah, that rhino that and that opening rhino fight's really good. We're it was oh, just yeah. popping up on the video, but we gotta move on. Oh boy. I didn't realize this was the last one. <laughs> yeah. You sure you don't want to take that back? December 10th, Cyberpunk 2077. From oh, before, we get, before we go any further, I picked the PS4 video. Okay. Now, was did you scrub this to see if there was any gen- genitalia? Because I know there's genitalia in this game. I did not. Okay. Uh-oh. Viewer discretion is advised. I guess we'll find out. So when I bought this game... First of all, I didn't know it was first person. I thought like I th- I knew it was first person, but I thought you could switch, kind of like uh, so the fact that I hate games where it's like create your character, you're never gonna fucking see him. By the way, <laughs> mm-hmm. so I've always hated that. Let's fast forward. Uh, Johnny, who what's uh what's uh Keanu Reeves' character? Is it Johnny Silverballs? Johnny Silverhands. Johnny Silverhands. Silver I was close. I was close. You might have Silverballs. I don't. Know. I don't know. I. If I booted up my save from this, I think I'm still in the tutorial. I ju- I'm just past the tutorial. Like I tried. So when I first played it, I couldn't even make it out of the tutorial. That's how bad it was. Okay. Gave it like a year. 
came I got back to it. I got out because I remember hacking people, and then I remember like shooting the guns, and I was like, "Oh, these guns feel really good." And I remember like after the tutorial, the next part is like you out, and like it does like an overshot of the city, and I remember seeing somebody T pose. I was like. And this was like a year and a half after the broken ass release. So for those wondering, this game came out broken as fuck. It was bad, very bad. And this is based. This isn't based off a book. This is based off an old tabletop, right? I believe so. Yes, tabletop or an old D and D type situation. Very futuristic people. Uh, if you want a better, if you want a better cyber cyberpunk situation, go play the DSX uh, DSX game. Do do DSX. Go play the Deus Ex games. Do yourself a They're better. They're so much favorite. better. <laughs> uh, this like this game looks cool. Like you see it and you're like, oh man, that looks really cool. And Night City looks really cool. And then you play it and you're like, man, this feels like shit. And once again, for those wondering, Josh, what's this, the difference between the PlayStation Four and PC versions? Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, for those living underneath the rock, yeah, they basically you could not play it on the PS4 or the Xbox uh, One. Mm-hmm. you literally if you tried to play it it was impossible and they basically gave up on it and said yeah well we're not gonna refund you so there's that and so it, like the broken brokenness of this game got so fucking bad like sony took it off its storefront yes and if you've had if still have a physical copy or if you got a physical copy open i'm pretty sure it's actually worth something now I hate just that. as a relic. It just as a relic. Part of me kind of wish I bought one because I thought about it one day when I saw it for ten bucks, brand new. It was like, I know it's garbage. I already have it for the PC, but I just want it because it's it's art at this point. Like it's this is what happens when you put a, a company at its peak, just off of the final DLC for Witcher Three, and basically say, oh, if we're gonna rush the shit out of this. And we're going to release such a broken game. And this is, in my opinion, this is the start. Or it's not really the start, but this is the clamoring of the infamous we're sorry letters to fans. This is the biggest one. I feel like this is the biggest one. They weren't the first, but this was the biggest. Yes. This game, I remember when it came out and, you know, people were, they basically traded graphics for performance. I mean, the game looks great. It looks great. The game took forever. Honestly, I thought it was overhyped. Um, they should have just stuck the games like Witcher or whatever. But with this game, I remember they had an issue where, like, they went to the point where if you had a Stadia account, you got this game for free. <laughs> and it didn't even play well. Fucking terrible marriage. It's like watching two people who met each other, and then, like, a day later, they're like, we're going to get married. It's like... Yeah, that's going to work no, out. We should I know have, it. No, we should have done for one of our segments on this episode. What? It should have been a compilation video of all the terrible uh, <laughs> issues. Like, just watching a video of nothing but the terrible issues that the game had on release. That would have been fun. Or we 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 imitate something from, hey, we're talking about Cyberpunk 2077. So in celebration, we're going to cut off Josh's wiener. <laughs> what? I don't want to be Ken. I can't tell the difference between this game and Josh's wiener. Uh, you know, uh, my wiener actually performs well. Oh, not on PS4. <laughs> <laughs> you tell that to my PS5, all right? Josh so, is going to be like, how'd they know that I tried to stick my wiener in a PS4? Well, the disc drive doesn't work. It should be fairly obvious. So the funny thing, 
you guys mentioned both mentioned Witcher Three. Witcher Three came out a little, little, little shaky, a little shaky. Like it took it, some, it, it took it some did. updates to get it right, but they eventually did. And this, I don't feel like they ever did it right. And there was supposed to be a multiplayer aspect to this. Fucking canned. It's gone. It's not happening. It's gone. So how do you guys feel about the, the DLC that's not coming out for it for now? Oh, they're not doing the DLC anymore. No, I'm saying how do you feel about it? Oh, right. probably it's probably just like the OG game. Me? Oh, yeah, what it, what was it? This is the one they announced at uh, Summer Games Fest, right? Yeah. And it's not like a, it's not a new game. It's a continuation of this one. Yes. And it still has Keanu Reeves in it. <laughs> Keanu's like, I can't get away from these people. He, Keanu's on the Harrison. He's doing the Harrison Ford trip of getting everything done that he needs to get done. Okay, guys, we have to talk about this real quick though while we're on it. Do you want to oh, hear boy. the awards that they won? Oh God, let's hear it. Okay, so. 2018 Game Critic Awards. They won the Special Commendation for Graphics, Special Commendation for Innovation, the 2018 Golden Joystick Awards, the Most Wanted Game. Mm. Going into 2019, skip it. Skip ahead to its release. Skip ahead to its release. Yeah. Uh, okay, 2020. <laughs> no, I don't need. I don't need to know. Hey, this is the game everyone's talking about. Here's your fucking trophy. Best PC game, best role-playing game, best Gamescom, Gamescom Most Wanted Consumer Award, and best Sony PlayStation game. I mean, it's the amount of times this game was delayed. The uh, multiple fucking awards that it won because it had, they had the most money to fucking throw. The uh, only good thing that came out of this was that they had a pretty decent anime. The anime was good. The anime was good. I watched a little bit of it. It's very booby. It's very booby. Watch out. Don't watch it with your kids. No, watch it with your kids and educate them. Jesus. There's nothing. Well, no, no, it's the you. truth. Guys, you go to any other country, there's tits and fucking ads. Educate your children. Don't fucking say boobies are that sacred. No, they're they're a beautiful thing. Women use so, them. I, you know, to the 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 don't watch the kids was more about the violence, Josh. It wasn't so much about the boobies. I just mentioned you, the boobies. You, stu- you stuck to the boobies. Yeah, don't watch it for the violence, dear God. It's very vi- It's very fucking violent. I haven't watched it clearly. It's very fucking violent. Don't watch. I mean, it with I your wish kids. you would. I know what happens at the end. It sounds a little dark. Hey, don't watch it with your kids. But hey, have the talk with your kids instead. Say, no, seriously, Birds have the talk. Yeah, educate your kids. Birds and the bees. Birds and the bees. Josh. Bob Barker. Josh, like Bob Barker now. Josh on that hill. Hey, actually, you know what? Go stare at boobs. God damn it. Boobs are beautiful things. Okay. I have my own pair. Literally. I do too. Okay. All right. All right. I don't know. I love them so much. I have my own. Josh, you ready? To, are you ready to get off that boob hill and talk some news? Read all about it. Latest football scores. Morning paper. Morning star. Paper mister. It's time. Old news. All right, Josh, take it away. All right, October 15th, Blizzard Entertainment announced that they would no longer be producing new content for StarCraft 2 after 10 years. That, that that sounds fair. It's been 10 years. It's 10 years. You've you've served your purpose. Did they were put they're pumping stuff out and putting out updates and balance patches and all that shit. Oh, they were you the know roadmap the, people before roadmaps were a thing. You know the the one guy that was left to be like the skeleton crew is just like crying tears of joy. I can finally move on to a new project. They're like, hey, we want you to do StarCraft 3. <laughs> mm-hmm. Son of a bitch. He's been working on it ever since. <laughs> November 10th, Take-Two Interactive and Codemasters agreed to a Take-Two buyout of Codemasters and a stock and cash deal around 
$994 million expected to be completed by early 2021. Codemasters, are they the F1 guys or, or they did like racing games, right? Yeah, they mainly did racing games. Okay, that makes I sense. Mean, th- they that's like two- the thing they're more known for, basically. Take two probably probably wanted some folks in there for Rockstar. Like, hey, Codemaster guys, I don't know if you guys know this. Our driving in GTA 4 and 5, we're just okay. We need your help. Uh, but it gets better later in the year. So moving on, November 19th, Roblox Corporation filed for its initial public offering, estimated at $37 billion. Jesus. And now battle, fucking battle bit remastered and all that shit coming out of that. Oh my God. Yeah, I don't, I, that's going to be, that's going to be really good for them because they're, they can point at that and be like, hey, that started that came over from here. Us. That was us. Yeah. It's basically, yeah. And moving on. Do it. December. We're ready for this. We're ready for this. We're ready for this. Come on. Oh, God. I knew this is. Yeah, I know. So December 10th, the Game Awards 2020 was held, hosted and live streamed from locations in Los Angeles, London and Tokyo. All right. Give, All us right. A, give, give it to us, Josh. Give it, get, name a category. All right. Let's, let's go with randomly picking best indie game. 2020. We've got Carry On, Hades. Fall Guys, Splunky 2, and Spitfire. Hades. Hades. Yeah, it was Hades. Uh, Oh, this is a good one. Best ongoing game. No Man's Sky, Apex Legends, Call of Duty Warzone, Destiny 2, or Fortnite? I think this was when Warzone was kind of bumping, so I'm going to say it's Warzone. I'm going to go Fortnite. It was No Man's Sky. God damn it. Uh, they recovered. God damn it. Probably when they added that multiplayer. Oh, here's another good one. Best mobile game. Call of Duty Mobile. Genshin Impact. Among Us. Legends of Vertaria. Our Pokemon Cafe Mix. Well, it's not Pokemon. It's, it's not Legends of Vertaria. It's either Genshin or Among Us. Pick one, Jake. I'm going to say Genshin. Nick, did you pick one? I, I picked Genshin. It's Among Us. Oh, so it did, was Among Us. Did, did it even come? It came out like yeah. a few years before yeah. that. Or did the mobile, were they like, oh, we're hot. We need to come out on mobile. And they, it's oh, when yeah. we came on, that's when I came to visit you, Nick. And when we played it, I was playing on my phone. Mm. Yeah, it was. Um, And it's free on the phone, too. So that's yeah. probably why it became. Yeah. Oh. All right. I'll do. How many more do you guys want? Two more. Let's do two more. Two more. Okay, so. Most, uh, I know, best multiplayer game Animal Crossing, Call of Duty Warzone, Among Us, Fall Guys, or Valorant. Among Us, yeah, it was Among Us, and then, of course, Game of the Year. Oh, shit. we have Animal Crossing New Horizons, The Last of Us Part 2, Doom Eternal. Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of uh, Tsushima, and Hades. I already know it, so I'm going to let Jake guess. What was the... Um, is it Hades? Last of Us Part Two. Last of Us Part Two. Uh, sorry, I was paying attention to getting there, distracted. There's no way that... Yeah, there's no way that game wasn't going to win. The fucking, all the fucking podcast, five hour Everybody podcast episodes done on yeah. that, that goddamn game. The fucking, the little bit, I, I don't remember if it was from a podcast or a documentary, but like 
they talked about like how they had like a team of people worked on the whistle for one of the factions and it's like oh my yep. god and hey that multiplayer uh is not coming out for that game so no <laughs> it's really not, it's not happening no all right moving on december 14th electronic arts outbid take two in acquiring codemasters in a deal valued at 1.2 billion expected to be completed by the first quarter of 2021 I, I, when you said Codemasters and you said Take Two Bottom, I was like, wait a minute, didn't he? So then now that you bring this up, that makes complete sense. Yeah. So Take Two originally was going to, and then EA basically came in and said, hey, we're bigger. Dude, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for EA to get acquired. They just split. They just split up two of their. Mm-hmm. Didn't they, they split up into EA Sports and EA Games or EA Interactive or something like that. Yeah, they're they're. It's only a matter of time. They pos- had too many flops. They're positioning themselves to get to get gobbled up by somebody didn't who are they oh who are they getting in bed was that universal that tried to buy them or was it uh, was it comcast it was some dumb shit and i was like yeah, oh. i think it was comcast i was like oh that sounds like some dumb that sounds like someone eat ea is so bad that they get bought up by a cable company <laughs> i just i feel like ea is like just spreading its ass cheeks going oh no i'm drunk hopefully no one takes advantage of me oh boy josh but no one wants ea you and these stories uh I, it's disheartening because they own two of my previous favorite developers in Respawn and Bioware. Bioware is a shell of itself, and it seems like Respawn's going to make Star Wars games until a fucking Death Star blows up Earth. So I was thinking until they're acquired by somebody else like Microsoft. The way to go, Microsoft's going to own everybody. You know, I did. I did. Th- there was a little bit of me that thought, oh, you know, Respawn will pro-. Before they got gobbled up, I was like, eh, Microsoft. Not that Microsoft buying them would be any better. But I was like, eh, Microsoft probably would. Didn't happen. I mean, so if you had to pick a company to buy Respawn, right? Or just any company in general, who would you pick? Who would I pick? Yeah. Like I'd if they the, had the cash flow. If they had the cash flow, I'd, just, I'd want them to be independent. Okay, well, that's not going to happen. So if they couldn't be independent and they had to be bought out by another one, who would you want to buy them out? Well, there's not a lot of buyers. I Microsoft, obviously. Not There's not a lot of people. Because I don't want Tencent buying them. I don't want Sony buying them. Now, I, again, I, I, I've, I plea independence. Well, that's fair. Which leads on to the next one, December 23rd. Uh, Tencent completed their acquisition of Leo, the parent company of Digital Extremes and Splash Damage, among others, for $1.5 billion. Remind me who Digital Extremes and Splash Damage are, because I, for the life of me, can't remember. Uh, so, basically, um, Digital Extremes, they did, like, the Dungeons and Dragon games, uh, Sword Coast Legends stuff. They were more into, like, so they they kind of like did stuff for um, Warframe. Mm, gotcha. And then Splash Damage, they were more known for. Um, so they did some work with Microsoft and uh, the Coalition. They did like a lot of their multiplayer stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they helped, of course, develop uh, Gears Five, and they also helped Gears Tactics. So they're the other team I was talking about. Mm-hmm. I and, then, that. and then before that, they helped Warner Brothers, basically. Okay. Yeah. So they weren't doing it much, but once again, we're getting to the, back to Tencent, too. Basically, at this point, have a fucking monopoly when it comes to... Um, fuck, everything... But, and I'm not saying this to be, you know... I'm being demographic here. They basically own a majority of the Chinese market mm-hmm. when it comes to digital marketing. Or not digital marketing, but digital content. 
I feel like they overpaid this $1.5 billion, but hey, if you got the uh, cash. I, they definitely got the cash. I've been buying people left and right the past few years. If you got the money, spend it, honey. Josh, thanks for pulling the news. I appreciate you. Jake, you got a meme for us? Me time. Oh, oh, I got you a meme. I got, got you a meme. All right, go ahead. Go, take it away, Jake. <laughs> okay, okay. I got to pull it up over here, too. All right, so we got a picture of a chicken cyberpunk. And then there's a, there's a tweet for cyberpunk that says, no more delays are happening. And the Simpsons guy is like, oh, they got this all screwed up. Let me fix that for you. And he's, uh, you know, revising the uh, the tweet saying, no, comma, more delays are happening, exclamation point. <laughs> a Simpsons meme, Jake. Look at you, you timely motherfucker. I know memes. That's a, that's a good one, Jake. All right. In lieu of a less, uh, norm, normally we, uh, we have a little fun here. Uh, we have some viewer emails. We have some viewer emails, so I'm going to pull these up real quick. I completely forgot that we had an email account. I was going oh, through. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was going through today. Hey, if how you old want, are these? Huh? How old are these, first off? Uh, they're only like a week old. Oh, okay. That's fine. They're go ahead like, and go back to your room. A, a week before Godiso, so a few weeks oh, okay. at this point. <laughs> uh, that's okay, then, because Godiso was a very long we were, we project. Were busy. We, yeah, were we were busy, boys. Busy. So, yeah, we, we do have an email. Nick, what's that email again for everybody? That Can email is smash. It? Thank you, Josh. Thank you for the segue. That email is smashinggametime at gmail.com. If you have a question and you want the bros to answer it, smashinggametime at gmail.com. Do not sign us up for porn websites. Josh already did that. <laughs> yes, First, I did. For, oh, and when you sign these, uh, let us know where you're at. So one of these people did. One of them did not. First question is, a biggest. what is your guys' biggest letdown in recent memory, games or otherwise? And this is from Paul. Ooh... Biggest letdown. I I see. You know, I didn't tell anyone about the emails because everyone's having to think about it. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I guess. Are we talking like? And this is just just abstract at this point. Are we talking like the last game we like realized that gaming is not what it used to be? Or are we talking more like you got on the hype train, you were ready for it to come out, and then it came out, and you're like, oh shit, like Cyberpunk. Yeah, the, the, yeah, like Cyberpunk, like, oh, I'm fucking hyped for this game, and then it came out, and you're like, oh, no. Or if it was something in life, you're like, oh, man, I'm hyped to go to Monster Truck, and then you got there, and then the trucks were, like, small. Shit like that. And, and this was, like, more, most recent, or just it any could, time? Any time, guys, any time. You are overthinking this, my, my dudes. Hey, we're just trying to make sure we answer the, Paul's question, okay? Don't be rude. I want to make sure he gets what he wants. Paul, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't realize it was going to be like pulling teeth with these kiddos. I Ooh. would say my most recent one that like struck me the most because it hurt so bad was Watch Dogs. The first Watch Dogs? The first Watch Dogs. What was, what were you like? Was it so, because uh, of the E3 trailer and how good it looked and then how it actually played? It was not only, the, not only just the way it looked, but I think it just solidified that Ubisoft was there to like, they were their they were their own hype man. They did whatever they could to make their shit look good. And then because of all that, we now have the oh, what we show in our trailers may not actually reflect actual gameplay. And it's like, well then don't show it. I don't care. Like Watch Dogs, there was so much potential. And I remember watching like not only just like the trailer they showed for the graphics, but the trailer they showed for their gameplay. And I was like, oh, this looks really good. And then I played it and I was like, did I just waste $60 on this? 
Well, and that one was also really disappointing because that was the st- like that was going into the Xbox One and the PS4. So you're like, oh wow, this looks great. It looked fantastic, and then come to find out, it's hot garbage. And then I didn't even touch two because I was so pissed. And then I don't remember actually going and doing a survey group for uh, Legion. I was actually there, and when I saw what they were doing and talking about it, I was like, this is going to be awful. Like, I've never been more disappointed in a trilogy in my life than that. I hear two and Legion were okay. Like, not not as bad as no, one. No, but, but still, like, one sets the tone for me, and I played it, and I, hate, I, I 100%ed it, and I hate every moment of it. The fact that I, I 100%ed it. I played every minute of it, but I fucking hated it. I hated Dude, it. Dude, no. I, I kept, I was like, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. And I kept telling myself that. And eventually I was like, it's not going to get better, but I have to 100% it because I'm already 80% in. I've got two that come to mind. What you got? First one is also a Ubisoft game, The Division. But oh, this I is totally be- about that. So I remember hearing about it and like, oh, you, you're in New York. You are a you're a sleeper cell agent. You guys are activated after a big, uh, big, big virus. Ta- what was it called? Like the dollar bill virus or something like that. The you're dollar act- virus or something. Dollar yeah. virus. You activate and you got to take down these bad guys and you're running around uh, upper Manhattan and you basically it's an open world New York. And I was like, this is fucking cool, dude. That's going to be awesome. And then I remember watching it and I was like, yeah, this is awesome. And then like two trailers later. So like two events later, they are, they're showing actual gameplay and they shoot the, the character shoots a guy. He, he crawls over a car. He's like, cool. And they're picking up weapons. They're like, cool. And they're, he, the weapons look real. I was like, cool. And you saw they, the numbers. And then they shoot the, <laughs> you fucking blue balled me, Jeff. And they shoot the bad guy and the numbers pop above his head. And I was like, oh, no. I think that's what got everybody was as soon as that, that orange number came up, it was just everybody's heart sank. And they're like, oh. Fuck, what have we done? Because Tom Clancy's stuff up to that point was fucking hitting. And then that happened. And I was like, oh, no. You guys it hasn't are dest- gotten any better. You guys are destiny now. No. No. And I'm sure the second one is just as bad. And then my, uh, my other game is Super Meat Boy Forever. Because they took an indie darling, an indie superstar, an indie Hall of Famer, and turned it into a runner. And, you know, I was like, hey, you know what, I'll, I'll give it a chance. Maybe I'm hating. Maybe I'm hating. No. No, 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 no. It's bad. It's bad. It's not good. It's a runner. No. Jake, what do you got? So these are for, like, game releases. This is more for, like, them, the developers, uh, or the publishers, whoever, shutting shit down. So one is Banglory. Mm-hmm super evil company uh they basically just gave up on vainglory and moved on to a different project that sucked what is, like, Vang- what is vainglory was- for those who don't know like my like myself so vainglory was the one of the first uh actually i didn't might have been the first uh moba that you could play on your phone mm-hmm. and it was great it had a huge like uh following and then like they kind of just, just gave up on it I think at that time it was because League was talking about going mobile and they're like, yeah, we're not going to be able to compete against League. And they just gave up. When did they, like, do you know when they shut that down? Because I feel like there was a time where like a lot of companies were getting into mobile uh, mobile space and then just up and evaporated. Like Titanfall had that RTS slash MOBA on mobile and it was gone in like six months. That Titanfall game was awesome. It was. It was I really loved good. it. It was kind of more of a card game. 
I forgot. I forgot there was the card aspect to it. Yeah, and it was great. I loved it. it was um, fun. Spent a, I spent a few bucks on it. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> that one came um, and went really fast. It did, yeah. Because I was kind of like, oh, I want to go back to that. Wait, it's not available. Oh darn. They should. Um, a respawn <laughs> should reconsider and like just do a full out Titanfall RTS. That would get, that would be fucking bananas. It would be bananas. Um, so the other one was it's another MOBA game but this is blizzard it's hot heroes of the storm when they announced that they stopped esports i was devastated because i really got into the game i was like all right i'm gonna play rank i'm gonna get into this let's see and then they announced uh that they they can their esports like they just like nope sorry and everybody walked away <laughs> and i'm like Ugh. It's like right when I get into the fun of the game, the meat and potatoes. This was, they this canned was, it. This was Blizzard, right? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like they're kind of gutting a lot of their esports around that time. I mean, right now they're kind of uh, gutting their Overwatch. Oh, Overwatch is, was dead on arrival. That's why, I mean, they should have just kept Overwatch. I literally, I don't understand. The, like, I don't understand her, for a game that wasn't even that old. Why'd you go to Overwatch 2? I don't understand that. Who knows? Hey, game game uh the business people behind games why do they do anything they do the world may never know True. never all right last question here this is from jeff from lr which i think is little rock Fav- what is your favorite breakfast food i don't like a sausage egg and cheese biscuit i'd say that's my go-to from mcdonald's or do you have a specific place uh if i had to pick a place i would pro and this is gonna sound weird it's QT. It's a, good, a quick trip for those who aren't middle uh, Midwest. Those it's a are, gas station. Those are really fucking good ones. They're really it's it's, it's the cheese I think that does it. And if mm-hmm. it's not that, uh, St. Louis Bread Co. And for those who aren't a part of St. Louis, that is Panera. They have an Asiago cheese and egg and sausage bagel. There are some type of sauce they put on it, but that is by far the best I've ever had in my life. But consistency goes to quick trip. So what I like, I'm gonna go a little less greasy. I, what I do is I take a cup in the morning, I peel a banana and put it in the cup, I add about half a cup of almond milk or milk, whichever one I have, protein powder, maybe a spoonful or two spoonfuls of peanut butter, my morning shake. Oh yeah. Am I, am I hungry three hours before lunch? Yes. Do I not feel too heavy in the morning because of it? Yes. So it's a win-win. <laughs> Nick, if you want to kill yourself, there's other ways to do it. You know that, right? <laughs> God. Josh, I'm going to have to edit so much of you in this episode. You don't, you don't have to do anything. You just leave wild. it as it is. You are wild. Just, just leave it as it is. Let the fans know what they're getting. My morning this pro- is what they came for. My morning protein shakes. I feel like I'm all the old people calling in after Stan called in telling that jeweler off software. No, no. Himself. Don't quote. Don't quote it. Don't quote it. YouTube doesn't like us to begin with. If I had a second place, I'd probably say like a breakfast burrito from Jack in the Box. It's the complete opposite of my morning protein shake. That, is, uh, that sounds like you're going to shit yourself. So heavy. They, it's already, they, they shat in aluminum foil wrapping for you. <laughs> so then you can then shit it out after. Jake, favorite breakfast? Uh, so there's a, a bar down the street that does uh, biscuits and gravy all day. You it's had like me the a, only thing. You had me you a had bar me a down the street <laughs> that does biscuits and gravy. Uh, they they do it, and it's the only item that they do all day: biscuits and gravy. And they you could get it with a topped egg. Oh, dude, it's so good. Do they 
change out the biscuits and the gravy throughout the day, or is it just sitting there and it's like, ah, come in, you sacks of shit? I, no idea. I was going to ask, is it more like, you guys remember the kitchen? Oh, that place is yes. disgusting. Yeah. The fact that that place died and became a Taco Bell was the only way nature Ironically, was going to heal. Yeah. It's it's like a shitty, a shitty greasy spoon fucking goes out of business and nature takes over by becoming a Taco Bell. <laughs> Jake, you might want you might want to ask what the age on those biscuits and gravy are when you go the next time. Or don't <sighs> no, dude, let, it's so let good. the fantasy live and just let just pretend like you didn't ask. Dude, it's so yeah. good. And like this place has actually like won awards. For what? So I mean it's a pretty good game. Or that, that game. Best <laughs> bar to get biscuits and gravy at goes to the only bar you get biscuits and gravy at. <laughs> you know, dude, it's it's really good. If it's good, don't knock it. That's good because I I've had some bad biscuits and gravy. I think of Simo, where if it wasn't a day where like they were showing off to like potential students, like days where the students were coming in, biscuits and gravy, mwah, the best you ever had. Days where the parents weren't there with their students and it was just you, the student body there, they had like the water, the water, wateriest gravy you've ever had. It was bas- it was basically water. And the biscuits, they might as well have fucking put rocks in that fucking bin because you were eat you were eating rocks and water. You weren't eating biscuits and gravy. Well, according to Jake, the only type of gravy you need is the kind of gravy you can uh, do a body shot off the taintiest belly ever. Mm. <laughs> we're gonna end the podcast on that. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. I won't. I'm not. I'm not gonna touch you. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna let you out in your natural state and just see what the internet does with you, Josh. Dude, I, just want the, I just want the internet to just roast me to the point where I just, I can't, I have to quit. I'm like the safari zone. Like we caught you. I put a tag on you and I just released you into the wild to study you. We're like, all right, let's see what happens to him out there. Yeah, I feel like instead of like trying to send your Pokemon to attack me, you just kept throwing rocks until I got agitated and went inside this ball. Instead of, instead of releasing you into your natural habitat, we put you into a tank <laughs> Like a shark tank with like animals you're not used to. And we're like, all right, let's watch. I, just, I imagine you put me in a cage and you're just poking me with a stick. Like, come on, do something do already. Something. Hey, everybody. That was smashing game time. Um, man, my brain is gone. You can find me. Uh, hey, folks. Hey, end of the show. We got the end of the show brain going here. You can find me on Twitter at that Kaufman. I'm also on threads at that Kaufman. I don't know how much longer I'll be there because it's kind of just Twitter. Same with blue sky. I'm at that Kaufman. <laughs> and then I'm also on Twitch <laughs> and it's blue the, sky. Blue yeah, sky is some is weird Twitter offset. You have to get a code to get invited. I decided I had to sacrifice somebody for it. It's kind of, it's, it's sick. I'm also on Twitch and YouTube at Nick fat night. Go check it out over there. Josh, where can the people find you? Nowhere because I'm disgusted that there's a blue sky. Wait, what the? F- is, is social media just dead at this point? Can we just all just agree that we're just going to stop using all their shit? Yes, but until then, where can the people find you? You can find me just about just about everywhere at I'm Josh Singh. Awesome, Jake. Where can the people find you? Yeah, you can find me everywhere, Jakey Boy Kaufman. Uh, I remember there was one when uh, people were like, "Oh, I'm going to first start leaving Twitter." There was a social media called Hive. That came and went. Because I remember downloading that, and then a day later, the app was broke. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Guys, let's just go back to MySpace. That's not a bad idea. Oh. At this yeah, point. Tom. It's still up, right? 
It should Tom, be. Is, Tom will welcome us with open arms. <laughs> Tom will be my first friend. Tom sold out. Bebo's gone. I know they tried to bring Bebo back, but Bebo is gone. Oh, would. Smashing Game Time. You can find Smashing Game Time anywhere. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We are on TikTok. We're actually a few followers away from 1,000. And when we hit 1,000, we can start doing streams on TikTok. So please go on over there and give us a follow. We would really appreciate that. You can find me and Josh doing reviews on Game Chronicles. I've also got a blog that I started on my personal website, nickkaufman.com. I've got my personal Godiso top 10 over there because the, my full list of games didn't make it into our show, Godiso. Guys, do you want to contribute to that? Do you want to write fun little short articles about what your personal top 10 for the year is so far? I'll draw yeah. penises if that help you. Hey, if that's the top 10 list you want to do, by all means, do it. Hey, everybody, thanks for hanging out. We'll be back next week. Josh is out next week, so we don't know if we're going to start 2021. We might do a fun little episode between me and Jake. We'll discuss it off air. As always, we're a Trident Network podcast. Go check out our siblings. Uh, fuck the algorithm. Tell a friend. And then thank you to Alex Marvin Clark for our intro-outro song, Hunt Him Down. There's a link in the show notes to his stuff. Go check it out. Alex is awesome. Everybody, this is Smashing Game Time. We hope you had a smashing great time. We'll see each and every one of you next time.